back to He Said, She Said. I am your host, Travis Reed. Today, I have a special guest, someone who is a woman of many hats. I think I've said that before, but this time I really mean it. <laughs> she uh, is a model. She is a mother. She is a photographer. She does a lot, you know, and uh, she's, I want to say not married, but, you know, also having a relationship as well. So she's doing a lot with her life, you know. I respect her. She is a good person. We met her on social media. And she's always kept with a thigh wild with me. So I appreciate appreciate her honesty. I was like, man, I need to get her on the show. So she was <laughs> like, yeah, I'll come on and talk some shit to you. So we're gonna just uh we're gonna keep it, we're gonna keep this this week going. Please introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl Benita. Um, I go by Benita Gotti, and um, I'm happy to be here. I'm ready to talk some shit with Trav. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for being on here, I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for having you know, me. No, you know, we already discussed before, folks. And so I was like, oh, yeah. With her, 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 her IQ and her, her, her mouth, I was like, I got to get her on the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the first question I want to ask that I be feeling like a lot of guys want to know, I'll be hearing a lot of women talk about lately, is guys who are nine to five guys versus entrepreneur guys, guys who may be on their own business, guys who kind of can do their own thing or whatever the case is. Um, I've been hearing a lot of girls basically saying that they don't even want to deal with nine to five guys. And I'm like, do you know what nine to five guys do? You know, those right. are your doc- those are your doctors. Those are your lawyers. Those are your business moguls. I mean, yeah, when they get to the top of a business, they still got to do their nine to five, you know, before they get to the top. Everybody doesn't start boss and just stays boss. Right. You know, you work your way up. So uh, for me, uh, as a person who does, one of my things is a nine to five, <laughs> uh, but not necessarily nine to five. It's more, you know, freedom than that, you know. So as long as you get your work done kind of job, you know, you're good. So my question for you, Benita, is that, would you date a nine to five and what would you prefer out of a, like entrepreneur guy or a nine to five guy? Um, honestly, I've dated, um, I've dated both before and I personally didn't have a problem with dating a fellow who worked a nine to five because to me it shows, well, both for a fellow who works a nine to five and an entrepreneur, because I'm actually currently dating an entrepreneur, entrepreneur right now. Um, I don't see a problem with dating either or as long as that individual is showing ambition, um, as long as that individual is showing that they can get out there and go get it. That's the only thing that really matters to me, because at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing my thing on my side and on my end. So I feel like for those type of women who say they have an issue with a fellow working a nine to five, it's like. Those are the type of women who want shit handed to them all the time and they don't want to work for shit. So they don't really know what goes into having to actually work for shit. And sometimes that means working a regular nine to five. Sometimes that means, okay, hey, look, I've worked this nine to five for maybe like 10 years and I finally feel like I have the ambition and the go to and the go how enough to go ahead and say, fuck this job and do something for myself. You know what I'm saying? So really it just depends on the individuals. Like 
it depends on the mindset of the, of the man and it depends on the mindset of the woman. I personally have dated a, a, a man who worked nine to five and I've dated an entrepreneur. I've actually dated more entrepreneurs than I have um, men that actually work nine to fives. And for me, it's not a problem. Like I said, as long as I see that they have goals, as long as I see that they're trying to meet those goals, they've got ambition, they're determined, they're, there's, I don't really understand what the issue is with that. And I feel like when you get certain answers that you get, as far as like women saying they don't like men who work regular nine to fives, it's also the, the caliber of women who's being asked that question. Because if it's a woman who, who knows that working nine to fives go more than just you fucking working and flipping a burger or some shit like that, then yeah, they would be okay with you working a nine to five. Because like you said, that goes for doctors, that goes for lawyers, that goes for you know people who work big corporate jobs too. Those are considered nine to five jobs. They may not be your typical nine to five jobs, but that's that still falls under the category of going and working a job every single fucking day. So really, it, it's you can't really answer for everybody, but I can say for me, I don't have an issue with it, with either one. I don't see anything wrong with either one. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, look, I think there's, like you said, there's levels to the nine to fiveness. You know what I'm saying? Um, if it do, like you said, if a dude's working at Smart Tech or, you know, uh, uh, what is, I was going to say, like a coffee shop, yeah. nine to five, and he's just getting $12 an hour. And he's like, look, this is what it is for me. I'm I'm acceptable. I'm happy. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I felt like at one point in my life, maybe I felt that uh, because I was able to take care of myself, my, my son, pay all my bills, whatever the case may be. You know, I wasn't in debt. I was, you know, I had my own place, I had my own everything. So I was cool. And then I realized that, you know, there was more to it than that, you know? And I, I kind of, what happened was uh, I had a relationship at the time and the relationship, the person broke up, we broke up. And I think that opened up my entrepreneurship, you know, where to like, I want to be a person that I would say this, um, 20%, probably 10% of people do what they want to in their life. Right. Right. The 90% of people most of the time do what they have to, you know, whether it's for the kids, whether it's for family, whether it's for whatever the case is, like they got to get a job to provide for themselves and whatever people there is in their lives. Um, so if you're able to do something that you want to do, that's a blessing. So for me, I think that the people that do the nine to fives and I'm not even talking about like, you know, not, I'm not even saying like the people, businessmen, sales reps, whatever the case is like those, I'm talking about the garbage men, the factory workers, the, uh, the people that work in the coal mines or whatever, you know, like those string sewer, sewer jobs, like them jobs. Those are the real hard jobs. You yeah, know? they that, are. In that they doing that to strictly provide for their family. Because if you're telling me that you grew up your whole life to become a person that wants to work in a coal mine or sanitation, or, or, your sanitation yeah. or oil rig or whatever, you know, saying those, you know, crazy jobs that's crazy dangerous and all that, you're tripping. You know what I'm saying? So. That's true. I always, yeah, so I, I feel like in a way, like, because when I hear like on TV or interviews of women, like, I want to be able to go to France on a moment's notice, and you can't do that, you know? And I'm just like, first of all, you ain't going to France on a moment's notice. You know what I'm saying? Like, that right. would take, you unless you Jay-Z, Beyonce, or 
up Fair. there, that kind of thing. <laughs> like you ain't doing that. You would have to plan it anyway. So dude can plan his vacation around when you want to do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody did that. Just keep it a buck. Like, yeah, you might go to Vegas on a weekend or something, but you ain't going to fly to France on a weekend. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So for me, I just think that like, it's, it's an overrated feeling to be like, oh, I, I don't want nobody, you know, like this, you know, I, I'm, my mind is open to whatever. And like whatever a person does, if they work, if they have their own business, if they're able to fly places and they're not, or if they're not, you know, you roll with the punches. I think the richest exactly. people. That's, that's rich, exactly what I was saying. Like, yeah. that's what I was like, it really is dependent on the individual because yeah. I have dealt with people, not even in relationship wise, but even like just had some friends who, you know what I'm saying? Work a lot harder than like nine to five friends who work a hell of a lot harder and do and do better for themselves than people who are in entrepreneurship and the other way around. It depends on the it depends on the determination and the ambition, the ambitiousness of that individual. That's really what it depends on, because if you can make something happen and you ain't really got much, but you can make it look like you got much, then you know what I'm saying? Like that that's better than somebody who makes more than you, but you can't, you can't even tell half the time because they don't spend their money. Right. Or because they ain't, it ain't going towards the right shit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. for, that's why I was saying when it comes to that, for me, it really is dependent on the individual. It, it's, it's solely depend dependent on that because anybody, you know, you could have two people two totally do a totally different people doing the same exact thing. And one is definitely going to probably do better than the other one. And it'll probably end up being the one you least expect to do better than the one that you thought was going to do well. So you just can never, you just never can know. I try not to put stipulations on people because sometimes people might exceed your expectations. So I just usually try to just leave the door open when it comes to stuff like that. I try my best not to pass extreme judgment over people like that because I've come in contact with individuals before that have definitely proved me wrong. And I've <laughs> proved some people wrong before too. So I try to leave the door open when it comes to shit like that, you know? No, of course. And like I said, with your situation, you are an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? Right. Being, being a model, photographer, kind of, you know, like that's a kind of a day-to-day thing. Don't get me wrong. Like it's obviously you can have book shows for days on end or weeks or months right. or whatever, but like, it's like a day-to-day thing. So um i can understand what you're talking about when it comes to that i i like i said i feel like i tell anybody this like if you want to like if you want to deal with the jeff bezos the you know the warren buffett's the mike zuckerberg's whatever like they grind 80 hours a week until they get to where they're you know what i'm saying like you would have to deal with that like not even a nine to five where he's coming home at five he might be going seven to ten we ain't never home. You he wakes up before you we get up, and he he comes back when you sleep. You know, right. so if you want to live that life too, it's it's a, it's it's, it's, a, it's a cut off. Really you, know? you know, I don't even really think it's that they really want that life for real. Right. They just like the lifestyle. Yeah, because there's yeah. a difference between liking wanting to be a part of the life and being part of the lifestyle. So they, you know, a lot of times, you know. Women and men, but mostly women are really like, okay, I see what I want and that's what I want. And Mm -hmm. so used to seeing other people or other women be able to get it just like that. Or so they think they're getting it just like that, but they, you know, they don't know what 
They don't know what comes along with that. They're only seeing the outcome. So because that's what they see, that's what they want. And they want it fast. They want it quick. They want it in a hurry. And they're not, like you said, they're not taking into account that, okay, you can be with this man who does all of this, but are you going to be able to deal with the fact that you don't get to see him every day? Yeah. Are you going to be yeah. deal with the fact that he's possibly, probably, especially if he works out of the country, you're not going to be the only female that he's dealing with. Are you okay with that? You know what I mean? Like, are you yeah. going to be okay with the fact that, yeah, you'll be able to do whatever you want, but if you really genuinely end up liking and falling in love with this individual, will you be able to deal with the fact that you will not, you'll hardly ever have any physical contact with them? And a lot of times those women are going to say no. A lot of times they will. I'm not saying all of them will, but a lot of times they will. And even for the ones that are just like, no, at first, if they end up genuinely falling for this person, yes, they will start to feel like, well, damn, like it would be nice for me to be able to see them. It would be nice for me to be able to, you know? So mm -hmm. it, I, I don't know. It, it really just depends on the people. I, and that's always what, what my answer is going to be. It depends on the people. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. At the end of the day, it depends on the people. I remember, what did J-Lo make that song for kind of, so quote unquote, P. Diddy, does my love don't cost a thing? Where oh, she had this, yeah, we know had this big, yeah, this big old house and it's all that. But, yeah, it's like, I want to be in this big old house or whatever, and my love don't cost, like, yeah, all right. But I think women in general, not all, some not all, like I said, like you said too, I think they would probably pick the, the mansion house over the oh, dude yeah. who's there every day, you know what I'm saying? Rather yeah. than like at least I'm like, a, you know, I'm a girl. I got this mansion in this car, and all my bills are paid, or whatever. To, you know, whatever. You know, what I'm saying I don't have to do nothing but chill out. And right. you know, like I said, like they would have to. You know what that comes with, like you said, like that could come with. You got a chick here, you got a chick there, whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? So, um. Both have their strengths. Both have their weaknesses. Um, mm -hmm. So, I, like you said, I think women want a certain lifestyle and they're willing to do anything to do it. We get it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, well, all right. We're going to move on to the next subject, you know, where money. And what money. I say to this is uh, obviously a big subject, quote unquote. Can a woman respect a man that she makes a significant amount more money than. And he, say he has a job, say me and you, say you're the number one, you know, model in the world and you're making $10 million and I'm making just $80,000 a year, whatever the case is. Could you still respect me or would the difference of the money kind of be too big of a gap? Um, I'm going to answer a hundred percent honestly with you and say that I can, I can say out of my mouth right now that I feel like I would still be able to. However, because I've never been in a situation like that before and I've never actually experienced it, I can't say that just because I'm telling you, yeah, I would definitely still give you that same respect. I can't say that. I can't say that it'll, it, I could, or I couldn't. Because even though I know for a fact that that's how the order of things should, you know, should still go. So everything is smooth sailing. Again, it depends on the person. You know what I mean? Um, I have actually dated somebody before who I made more money than. And um, 
the only the only reason why I had any type of disrespect for him was because he was a serial cheater. He was always cheating. But as far as anything else is concerned, as far as anything else is concerned, I still, you know, I still, I still, you know, I still showed him the proper respect. I, I never really said anything about, oh, I make more money than you or anything like that, because I don't, I don't really like to have though. I don't really like to, to give that type of energy to anybody because I always feel like as quick as the Lord blessed me with it, he could take it from me. That's how I always have it in my mind. And if this is supposed to be my partner and if this is supposed to be the, the, the person that I'm building with, I don't ever want them to feel like it's me against them. So mm-hmm. for for something like that, I would never throw something like that up in their face or anything like that. Um, but at the same time, I've never really been in a relationship where I've made a significant amount, you know, a, a significant amount of money more than my partner. So I can't really speak on that. I can't really say if I would or if I wouldn't. Um, because, you know, sometimes you can say things, but when you're experiencing it, you know, it could, it could be different. You, you know, you could start to feel a little bit different or, you know, you could start to, to, to have different trains of thoughts and, and they're probably not your own type deal, you know, it, cause I always feel like everything is spiritual too. So, you know, you just never know how things might play out. So I can't really say, sit up here and say, oh, no, I would never do that. Oh, no, I would never do that. Because I've caught myself saying that I would never do some shit and then end up doing it. Or I've caught myself saying that I would never go through something like that and then end up going through it. So because of my life experiences, I try not to say that I can or I won't do something. I can say, you know, I can say that I can see myself doing either or because I'm still a person of the fucking flesh. <laughs> and I still know that I can make mistakes like everybody else. So I'm not going to say that I could see myself being like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing the pants in this relationship. Because at the end of the day, I've always had to be a really sh- strong woman anyway. Right. So any chance that I any chance that I feel like I can get to be vulnerable around my man or to my man, I'm taking it. That's just me personally. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me personally. I get tired of having to be in charge all the fucking time. So, you know, I feel like as long as he is respecting me as his woman and still treating me the way that he was treating me before we got to where we were, I would have no, no reason to, to, to feel like he was beneath me in any kind of way. Okay. All right. I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense. I feel as a man, I've I've been with women. Obviously I made a lot more money than, you know, it's not as big a deal as it is for women to men, I think. Um, I think that, you know, when it comes to women, uh, have I ever had a woman make a significant amount more than me? Yes, once, you know. And luckily for me, that person didn't, they didn't do that, they didn't throw it in my face. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, they, you know, some people throw that in your face that, like, I'm making... You know, 250, you're making 70 or 80, or whatever, you know? And I think that for me, for guys in general, I think a lot of guys in general, I can speak for a lot of men on this. We, our conquest are, is through sometimes our pockets, right? Like our status, right? Right, your financial um, status. Our financial status, you know? Like that, in, in a lot of ways, some, you know, make not at all though, makes a man a man now a man could be a man if you're making five dollars or a hundred million a man can still be a man 
but in our head, our warped head in some ways, like it's status, like it's a financial, financial status means a lot. And it means a lot to some women, you know, because they're thinking like, I want to do better than what I'm doing. I can go, I could take myself to, I could take myself to Cheesecake Factory, take me to Steak 48. Right. And on top of that, you also have to take into account that there's, you know, um, there's really, and I know some women are probably going to be mad at me when I say it, but it's the <laughs> truth. There, We don't really have anybody who is, we don't really have a, a positive Black woman that's speaking to us, for us, about holding ourselves accountable for shit either. So, you know, you, you hear a lot of... Um, you know, women saying things like, uh, you know, oh, well, I can be, I can get this for myself. I could do that for myself. And that's very true. You can, especially if you do have that degree, especially if you do make this amount of money and all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, if you are longing for a partner, if you are longing for somebody to spend the rest of your life with, there are going to be some things that you're going to have to, to fix. There are going to be some things that you are going to have to relinquish control over. There, it, That's just what it is. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's taken away from your identity, because a lot of women think that that takes away from their identity when they have to um, acknowledge the fact that, you know, oh, well, this man is going to be making more money than me. Or, you know, even though I make more money than him, I still got to let him be in the forefront. Like they don't want to relinquish that type of control because it's been kind of programmed into our head now that, you know, if you get this and if you go to school to do that and you could be just as good as he can, if not better, y'all don't really need that. Y'all don't really need that. If he can't fall in line, then you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say though. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it is these days. So that's why a lot of women think the way that they think. Um, and then on top of that, just also speaking from uh, another perspective of it too, there have been some women out there who have supported a man and, you know, probably did make more than him. And then he probably start making a little bit more than her. And then the next thing you know, he's treating her like she ain't shit. You know, I've seen those type of situations happen yeah, before. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, for yeah. women who have gone through things like that, yep. you know, and they, and especially if they've gone through shit like that more than once, more than twice, of course, now they're going to be hesitant to want to relinquish any type of financial control, whether she's the one who's the financial, you know, the primary breadwinner or not. She's going to definitely be hesitant on relinquishing any type of financial control to him then, even if it isn't the same fella, because now she is, you know, she's got it in her head that, if the last two or the last three could be like that, what's stopping this one from being like this? So really it just depends on the situation and it depends on, it depends on if there's been any type of discussions had between the, those two individuals. Agreed. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. I a hundred percent agree with you. I feel like, like, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's a weird dynamic. A dude with bread, a dude with real bread, don't don't give a fuck about what the woman makes at you know all. At, at all. all. So like, if I'm making, if I'm making five hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand, a million. I don't give. A, I don't care if you make five dollars. I'm gonna take care of you because I got the bread. Right now, when it comes to a woman, and I said some, not all, that if they make. Five hundred thousand or a million or whatever they they want a guy who makes five hundred thousand or a million now or a guy who's making a hundred thousand but he's super ambitious to be be a millionaire 
It can't just be like, I love this nigga no matter what he is, no matter what this person, sorry. But that makes plenty of sense too, you know, because that makes plenty of sense because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to, a lot of times I feel like women feel like they're dating, they're dating down or they're dating beneath them if they should date someone who makes a significant amount of money less than them. Right. And to a certain extent, depending on the situation, they could possibly be, especially if that man's mindset is not in the right place. Right. You know what I mean? Like if she decides that she wants to invest in him, but he take the money and he go do stupid ass shit with it. You know what I'm saying? Then, yeah, she's going to be like, well, no, nah, this probably is not going to work. This is not going to be a good idea. But if she sees some type of ambition in that individual, then, you know, and she feel for him and she got the love and shit for him, then I could see her being like, OK, I'm willing to. I'm willing to invest in this individual because I know that they're going to make something good come out of it. Mm -hmm. So it, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's like you said, it's a real kind of like, it's kind of like hit or miss because like I said, I've seen some, some fellas that I know who make a, a handsome amount of money. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And they refuse to date anybody, you know, any female that is not making what they make, if not a little bit more. Of Which course. is crazy because a lot of times you don't hear men that want a woman who makes more than them. But I know a few that are like, if she ain't making what I'm making or more, then I can't. And the reason why is because they <laughs> feel like, you know, these hoes, they, you know, they they use you for your money and blah blah. And there are some that do. There are some that do. So there's yeah. some there's some women you can't trust when it comes to sac making sacrifices for them and investing them. And there's some men you can't trust like that. So you kind of have to use your judgment call. Really, it's. You know, it's all about that judgment <laughs> call and paying attention to them damn red flags. <laughs> Don't ever ignore the red flags, y'all. Don't ignore them. No, I agree. I think, um, you know, like a hundred percent, like especially with the red flags, that that's a that's a fact. Um, I definitely, you know, when it comes to that kind of situation, like, yeah, men with bread, they want to stay with their bread. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to deal with women who want to use them for their bread. But a lot of times men with real bread don't care. For example, I think I've used this example before. There's there's a yacht. The man on the yacht has worked hard. He's grinded. He's grinded to the point of exhaustion to make enough money to pay for this yacht, right? This money. And he has, obviously, he has a buku amount of money to have a yacht. Right. The women on the yacht or the woman or women is an Instagrammer who has 100,000 followers because she twerks a lot and she's beautiful. Or she has a fake body, and she has enough money from from her money from being whatever she's bun to you know what I'm saying for the guy to notice her um, on Instagram twerking and be like, "Ooh, I want to invite have a company with her," right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that sometimes is the difference of a situation of of the money kind of thing, you know, where a guy's this and the woman's this. But if you flip the roles around, if a woman had a yacht, she would want a guy with a, a hundred foot yacht. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She ain't gonna want the model guy who's barely making it or the guy from nine to five. Right. She's not gonna want the one that she had to invite onto the fucking yacht. She's gonna want the one who owns the, the place she bought the yachts from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she ain't like I said, like if like I, I know this is rare, and this is a rare. Uh, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, right? And mm -hmm. by the way, how rich is Jeff Bezos that she divorced him 
and became the fourth richest woman in the world. Yeah. And he still makes money. Okay. Yeah. She she's worth 60 billion or something like that. It's something ridiculous. And they did, ha, I was kind of laughing. I was like, he made it a fourth richest woman in the world of a divorce and he's still making money. But mm-hmm. okay. Um, she married some quote unquote, I think a school teacher or something. But that's like one of those anomalies to where like you see a super rich woman to where she marries just an, an average guy, if you want to say. Well, see, in that situation, you know, she has she has seen all there is to see. Yes. She's probably, you know, and she's been living a lavish life all these fucking years. So she's probably <laughs> now where she was like, mediocrity, mediocrity is all I need right now. You know what I, mean? I need a nine to five. I need a guy who's going to be home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Jeff ain't going to be home. Jeff got to create what he's done now. And I swear, if this if this hits, it's over for everybody. I've seen it by my house. He has an Amazon grocery store. I've seen it. Oh, uh, hell. Yeah, where well, you go in there, use your Amazon card. There's no people in there. Uh, except for, like, you know, the people who clean and whatever. But you, right. just, you use your Amazon card. Mm. Okay. I said, if this hits, <laughs> it's over. Everybody, you can control the world. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, but yeah, I I I love the fact you know that you're willing. Some women, like I said, I love the fact that some willing, uh, willing to like if you want to say like take not take care of a man, but try to help a man out if he's on a low time. You know, especially Um, if that man has shown me that he's been there for me and yes, 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 time out to help me out and you know, um, make sure that I was straight when I wasn't straight. I feel like it's only right. And then, you know, if it happens to go south after that, then at least you can say, well, I tried. You know, I don't, you know, I always try to give people the benefit of doubt because I would like people to give me one. So I don't try to be low down like that. But, you know, there's there's people who are like that, though. There, There's a lot of people <laughs> who are no. like that. <laughs> no, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Now, we'll get into one subject, you know, a little bit. But we're not. Mm-hmm. We're going to kind of keep it on that. And then we'll save it for another episode. Okay. Um. I wanted to get into people, a person, like obviously you being in a relationship. Um, I wanted to get into physical uh, versus non-physical people. Can that relationship last the test of time? So, for example, um, you want your sex, let's just say four times a week, not even every day, right? Because you don't mm-hmm. have time for every day. Let's say three to four times a week. Out of a seven days, you want it every other day or whatever the case is. Um, but he, your partner wants it maybe once every three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. He's just, he's just tired. He's just exhausted. He has a mental block, whatever the case is, you know, uh, something's going on, right? To where like, he's not as physical as you and you can be like lingerie, you know, you try to do things to, you know, you know, you, you're more aggressive, you know, yeah. like, you know, you're just assertive because I, I always tell people when women want it, they are just as aggressive as dudes. It's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true, though. You know and I'll be like, ah, hey, take it easy. OK, OK, OK. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, um, and I don't know if 
uh, for me as a man, I don't know if I can necessarily be with a woman like that who I'm living with and they wanted that um, least amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but for yourself, you know, what do you think about that? Um, I'm going to honestly say that I don't think I could do it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Travis, I'm going to always keep it real with you. Like, yeah, I, don't yeah, think, yeah. I don't think I could do that one. I don't yeah. think I could do that one. Um, Especially if it's like an ongoing thing. And it's not like you just because, you know, it's one thing if it's one thing if if your baby is like going through some stressful shit and probably just lost somebody in their family or just lost a job or, you know, so they kind of going through something and they stressed out a little bit and just, you know, need some time to themselves. That's understandable. But if it's an ongoing thing and it's like this is just how you are and you just really do not like to be physical with me at all, I'm like, I can't lie. Like, like the, my first initial thought would be, okay, am I still attracted to this person? Right. Like, is this person still attracted to me? What's going on? So like the first thing I'm going to do is, is evaluate myself. Like maybe it's something that I did to turn them off. Maybe it's something that, you know what I'm saying? I could have said without realizing that I said it, that kind of got him like, oh, you know what I'm saying? So I try to ask questions first. I would try to ask questions first. Okay. Then if I get to the bottom of that, that that's not what it is. And it's just still happening over and over again. Like that's when it's time to have talk number two. Like, look here, nigga. <laughs> we can't be doing this. Right. Okay. Okay. We can't be doing this. But like, you. yeah, but like, if it gets to a point where I feel like we have to have a talk for the third time, then it's probably time for Benita to go because it's this is not going to work. And I don't, I, I don't personally um, agree with cheating for myself. Like I don't, I don't feel the need to do that to anybody. Um, but I also don't want to be in a relationship with someone where the thought of sleeping with someone else is popping up on my mind too frequently because I'm not getting it at home. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. personally, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could. All right. Side question. Could you be in a mansion and not have sex? Uh, be with the rich guy or be with a mid to poor guy and get it every night. What you mean by poor? Let's just say y'all in a, <laughs> let's just say <laughs> how much poor, right? Okay. <laughs> say you say y'all struggling, y'all struggling because he works at he works at In and Out or I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing you know. Say he works at McDonald's, but he is always on you, always attracted to you, always and y'all in this little ass apartment. And okay, you, but like, yeah. but like <laughs> okay, but like like okay, he he would have to be like. We got a savings account already. Like you putting you say put money in this motherfucker. Like I'm talking. To where like we know within like the next three four years we gonna be straight like we ain't about to be struggling like this forever just because I want to continue like to get your affection and stuff like that but you know what I'm saying I, I'm an affectionate person myself like I love affection I love to give it and I love to receive it so it's important to me in a relationship to have affection mm -hmm. um you know so I I don't know I I I have always liked that type of stuff more so over materials um i'm just a really I, I love love and i like that more than materialistic shit even though don't get me wrong you know it you gotta have money to live but at the same time like <laughs> money be that, in, money that's the question that's the that's the question for a woman that 
if you're a physical woman, could you be with the dude who's ultimately just always on you? Right, because I'm like, I don't know, because I or, love that physicality now. I love <laughs> or a rich dude who ain't that physical, you know, once, like I said, once every week or three weeks or once a month. Mm. Well, I guess as long as I got my kids in the mansion, I can get some affection from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Why? <laughs> Well, on that note, we're gonna we're gonna pause. You know, what I'm saying we're definitely gonna um, continue this conversation on a later note, and I'll bring you different topics, and I can't wait to hear your answers. Um, okay, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, Thank you for having me. I was a little nervous at first. Oh no! Like I told you, it was gonna be real chill. Hey, folks, let yeah. me tell you, she was like, "No, I, I, I let me let me put my everything on." I'm like, "Girl, <laughs> you don't need to." It's this the voice right now. We just doing voice first. <laughs> if it get big enough, then we'll go face to face. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to having to be on all the time. So like, you know, first hey, impression is everything. Nah, I get it. I get it. Like I said, she's used to being the model. So she was like, no, I got to put my good, my good makeup on. I'm like, no, they're just going to be, <laughs> make sure you have a good mic or whatever the case is. So, all right. Well, um, please, uh, Shout out your uh, Instagram, you know, what you're doing, how to, how to book you, all that. All right. So for those of you that are interested in checking out my modeling, you can find me on Instagram at Bonita, B-O-N-I-T-A underscore Gotti, G-O-T-T-I. Um, I do pretty much just about anything. I'm pretty versatile. Um, if you would like to check out my photography, you can check me out at Bonita's View underscore photography. And uh, you can also book me there too. That's if you are located like anywhere around like Atlanta or Alabama. Like that's where I am. That yeah, area. She, um, yeah, she's down south, down south cooking. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I'm in the south. In the south. <laughs> You can well, book me on my uh, model page too if anybody is ever interested or if anybody ever has any questions for me or anything like that or just want to give me a shout out or something like that or me give you a shout out, whatever. Just find me on either one of those Instagram handles. So, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Like I said, if you ever want to book her, like fly her out or whatever, you know, for your show, she's, um, look at her page, look at her pics. Like I said, I think she's one of those up and coming models that like has that, uh, she has a unique look, and I think that's what is what is needed to be successful in that business. You know, a unique look. Everybody can't be the cookie cut cookie cutter same. You know. Oh God, I'm so tired of that. Yeah. So we'll save that conversation for another time too. Exactly. Though. We can save that for another com. You know, for another for another day. But you can follow me uh, at Travis W Reed on Instagram. Uh, that's R E E D. Also on Facebook, that's uh, Travis Reed R E E D. I post all my social media about this show, about my other show, An Athlete's Journey. Uh, you can find that on, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. And this show will be probably the same. I know we'll be on Spotify for sure, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, so you can check the show out when it comes out. Um, and, and obviously, one last thing, for you avid book readers, uh, I have a book club as well. Uh, if you're ever interested to see what athletes kind of read, what to keep get them going, keep their mindset going, like follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Travis Reed Book Club Journey. It's uh, on LinkedIn, Travis Reed. And like I said, feel free to hit her up, ask her any questions about modeling, about the industry, any of that. 
Also, like I said, you can hit me up anytime. Ask me any questions about this show or whatever the case is. All right. Like I said, talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.